Hello everybody, welcome to Babes on the Brink, where we are recapping Survivor UK episodes 1 and 2. My name is Chili Philly, and as always, I'm joined by uh, somebody who, while they don't have Survivor experience, they sure do have reality TV experience. It's Australia's favourite faithful, the one and only Annabelle. Hi, hi, hi! So happy to be here! (laughs) And uh, we are honoured to have our other special guest, uh, the one and only, um, the man responsible for us even having a platform right now, <laughs> the one and only Ryan Brink. Hey, hey, I'm so excited to chat to you, both icons of Australian reality TV. So I, this is such an honour. And when we are having this rebirth of Survivor UK, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be fun. So thanks for having me on. Thank you. Um, any any time, any time. Um, so okay, you you sort of got us going. Uh, so Ryan, what are your thoughts overall on Survive UK so far? It's like that's a huge question. Uh, <laughs> what are my thoughts overall on the entirety of Survive UK? So many, so many small thoughts. I like to borrow a line from Joel. It does kind of feel like a Black Friday sale at Asada at this moment. Like <laughs> everything's kind of <laughs> uh, unspecial and uh, a little bit cheap. But like I, I have enjoyed the first two episodes. Second episode definitely a lot stronger than the first episode. But we still had a tribal council where we had I know the dirty word alliance is not being used, but like we still had a tribal council where a seemingly majority alliance in their minds split the vote. <laughs> like, I don't know if they can do mass, but, uh, yeah, it, it was an interesting start to to the <laughs> whatever we're going to expect strategically this season. Annabelle, what were your, what were your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, overall, I really enjoyed it. I mean, as you say, Ryan, it was a bit of a hot mess, um, and it, it is a bit hard going when we're not seeing a lot of strategy beyond who did or did not perform in the challenges, who do we like the least, um, and we're we not got anyone saying the word alliance, um, which was fine for these first couple of episodes, but I can really see this getting tiring fast, and I'm looking to that handful of people who we know have watched Survivor before to pick things up, get things going uh, and make this exciting for us moving forward. Yeah, even you just then talking about how they were putting so much importance on the challenges is giving me Traders Canada PTSD right now. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh gosh, not this still. Um, yeah, it's just so interesting because before I watched the episodes, I'd seen everyone's tweets about it. And I think one of the funny things about it is a lot of everybody's takeaways was that, yeah, it's a good slow start. It's definitely a reboot. So it's starting from nothing, basically. Um, But a lot of the things that everybody pointed out was like the constant narration, the funny music, all this sort of thing, Um, which, to be honest, if you've watched enough UK reality TV, all the shows have (laughs) licensed music and nonstop narration so I feel like those things are always going to be there to stay. But in saying that, yeah, it's 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 definitely been really interesting to literally go back in time 20 years, basically, and see sort of people still approach it in the way that obviously US and um, AU and SA and New Zealand, like everything's moved on beyond this, um, which to be honest is very, very refreshing. It is, it's almost like a completely different show again. Maybe this is a hot take, but 
I don't hate the music or the narration. I Me mean, neither. the music can be a bit jarring because we're so used to these international versions sticking true to the original format and the original music and things like that. But I don't hate it. It, it was giving Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the music is not that bad. It's uh, it's interesting in terms of the conceptually. We have such a... I don't know the word is. I guess we're very sheltered or very protective of what Survivor has to be. But I do feel like this this is really interesting because it has the ability to just kind of do whatever it wants in its own little, in a way. And like, if as you said, if you've watched UK reality TV, which I've watched a lot as uh, a descendant of Brits, like it is pretty spot on with what I expected. I'm actually a little surprised we haven't had more of like an I'm a celeb vibe mm-hmm. in the first couple episodes. There has been no eating challenges so far. Um, so, oh, like there has been, I guess, the Love Island narration, but that's that's not too bad. I'm still waiting to see what happens there. But um, yeah, like it's, it is interesting in terms of will what will be the evolution of this as we keep going further as well like are they are they going to um you know have less narrations as we start to get more understanding that and the tribe and the cast will be able to tell the story a little bit more or we is this just like are we just getting the whole doco series the whole way through yeah no i think it's going to be really interesting to see if they commit i seriously think it's just going to be how it is like i think i feel like i've watched so many of these sorts of shows like English reality TV shows where it'd be top model, you know, traders, this, whatever, bake off, you know, and they, it's just a, it's just, I feel like it's very British in the same way that, um, Survivor AU is so over the top, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. each, each version has their own specific style, I guess you'd say. Um, even the, even, and obviously now that we have a lot of cross pollination now, especially with the backstories, like that's clearly a AU impact sort of thing, but, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to turn out great. Um, but I think everybody has to sort of not us based off what we're saying, but sort of the general sort of international audience watching it as um Survivor fans need to sort of lower their expectations off the bat because it can definitely evolve further as long as those Survivor fans that are in the cast can get further. In saying that, Let's, let's talk about the two tribes and the marooning. Uh, so they do it old school marooning uh, on the boat, grab whatever you can. Uh, was there anything, Annabelle, that you thought was interesting about Joel talking to the con- contestants before uh, they did the f- essentially their first challenge? Yes. So first things first, love Joel. Camp, king, not taking this too seriously, Love that he's not trying to be Jeff and mm. seems comfortable in his own skin. He's a little self-referential. Um, Ryan, did you have any takes on on Joel? I thought it was a vibe. Yeah, Joel's fine for me. I, mean, I think the thing is, unlike Australian Survivor, where with Australian Survivor, it's rebirth, there was such a culture of US Survivor in the Australian mindset. So we had this real fixation on Jeff as a host and then Jonathan coming in and kind of replicating the Jeff act, where with Joel, Joel can just be himself. There is really no lasting legacy with Survivor in the UK. Yes, there are fans. Of course, there are fans. But it's not like it was a show that was 
uh, talked about really widely. And I, I know that from doing the podcast for like a decade at this point, and even before that, like doing blogs and stuff. Like the UK audience has always been pretty like minute in comparison. They've never really jumped onto the Survivor concept. So I, I like the idea that Joel can just be himself. Like we are getting to a point where we are... I feel like it's important that we have different types of hosts. And this show probably really fits the vibe that they're trying to go for, which is to target a, a slightly younger audience for the BBC. So, like, I, I think he's a really decent... Uh, like, it's been decent so far. And his puns are funny. Like, I don't mind, uh, like, a, a few puns there. I know he called um, uh, Doug the under underdog. So, like, I, like, I'm here for this. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to see it. I don't know. How do you find him, Phil? Um... Well, it's just so funny because I did see a few tweets about it, like, oh, he's always making jokes and blah, blah, blah. And maybe it's because I've basically crossed over to traders um, in terms of my binge viewing experience, but I'm so desensitized to the host being like that now. Um, and so if, if anything, I'm like, yeah, great. He's a character. He's a presence. Like Jeff in himself has turned into a different type of character. He's no longer the the 40-something-year-old Jeff. He's the 60-something-year-old Jeff. Yeah, he's granddad Jeff at this point. Like, his grandpa. His grandpa Jeff. Yeah, and Jonathan is capturing the 40-year-old Jeff, which is great. Um, And so, yeah, so out of the current airing seasons, like, it does help to have it be a little bit different. And I just feel like, even with the sort of British public, I just feel like it just wouldn't land as well um, having the host be so serious i guess i'd say um so yeah so no i think it really helps like it needs a little bit of levity because i just feel like that's what a lot of uh british tv is it's especially their reality tv annabelle like i know we both went to the new zealand to go see survive new zealand because we're both dorks Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) went back what year was that like 2018 2017 and we got to meet Matty Chisholm and he does mm. give me a little bit like a, like a bit of a Matty Chisholm dorky, like cool. I don't know. He just like, he's just different. Like I like that. He's not just a cookie cutter replacement of Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and where you could kind of see that Matty Chisholm, who I would die for <laughs> was kind of feeling a little bit crushed under the weight of this legacy It's almost like Joel hasn't watched Survivor either and he's just completely comfortable with the situation he's been thrown into. He's ready to embrace it and totally be himself without this whole legacy of this is who I need to be in this role. He's just being himself and I do love that. But if, if we're talking about the marooning and we're talking about how the Brits love to approach this with humor, um, (laughs) We need to talk about the dirty they've done on my boy Lawrence. (laughs) Um, What what are you specifically referring to? (laughs) Lawrence is getting roasted. Um, He gets the first confessional of the season talking about how this is going to be a real lesson in humility for him. How is he going to live without luxuries? Joel... Joel is literally roasting him as Lawrence jumps off the boat, being like, I bet this isn't the first yacht you've leapt off, Lawrence. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) People just don't understand how hard it is growing up with generational wealth. And, Lawrence, it's fine. I'm on your side. (laughs) Is it really bad that I, like, basically picked up on none of that? (laughs) 
<laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, yeah that's because I guess in my mind I always think about how they do cast types, and so I just always think, well, that's Lawrence's character. But I guess in this sense, maybe they aren't thinking that meta, and maybe Joel just really is ripping and reading Lawrence for the his being. Um, Ryan, did you notice that? I uh, look not not too broadly. I I definitely didn't come from uh, generational wealth, Annabelle. So <laughs> don't know what that's like. But uh, look, Lawrence said it in this episode himself um, that the everyone's giving a very valid effort. I thought his effort has been very valid so far. Um, like he stands out and I'll say this in terms of the two episodes I watched them at different times like the names I do appreciate they're putting names on the screen and Mm. and that's kind of helping but I am struggling a little bit uh, to remember all the names Lawrence is one that stands out like he has a really distinct character and it comes back I guess to a little bit the AU-isms that they're probably going to incorporate in this season there's so many we can already talk about but the the hero packages that they're doing right from the outset right from the like uh, Lawrence had one of those already like it's good I I like that they've had these little micro 30 to 60 second hero packages already for a whole bunch of them like Lawrence to hear his backstory to get to understand that you know he loves horses and uh, like that's cool like I'm I'm glad that we're getting that stuff really early but do you know what is so insane is that out of wait I wrote them all down one two three four five six seven eight out of eight backstories that we got in the first two episodes six of them were men and two of them were women and they were on separate episodes and included a boot like i thought that was crazy especially because the first package we got was lee who for the rest of the two episodes just said the sam web 5.0 like same same deal like i'm just thinking about who's good in the chat yes i get it yes i get it i get it i don't even know who lee is at this point No, you definitely know who Lee is because you hate him. Um, oh, so I know. I'm, I, I'm looking I, at Lee's face now. Yeah, I, I know. Who yeah. I, I want to circle back to my Lawrence point because they actually juxtapose him right next to Lee. And this is important because as a Brit, you, you've got to understand class dynamics in England are so front and center. Mm. And you can just tell based on the accents that you have people who are spread all over the UK and you have a lot of working class Brits as well. And they are definitely highlighting Lawrence as the Ponce, right? Like we're supposed to mock him for his polo and his luxuries and his yacht ownership. And I, I really think on that basis we can immediately count Lawrence out as a potential winner. Not not mm. even just because he's being mocked, but we've seen this in the UK traitors as well. The class dynamics play such a huge role in UK reality TV in a way that we can't understand here in Australia because mm. it's just not something that's that's as front and centre of our culture. You're so yeah. right. Like, I, I just, I've spent about a month and a half in the UK earlier this year, and it's it's such a prominent thing. It's about which university you went to, your, your where your family is from, where you're summering. Uh, oh. Like, I know they mentioned Ibiza there. And just a, just a comment there as well, Annabelle, with that circling back, is that a dressage uh, reference pun <laughs> there about Lawrence <laughs> in this moment? <laughs> 
<laughs> love it. Wasn't, but I wish I could say it was. So we we even though Lee as, you know, if you're a Survivor fan, right? Lee's out here. We can see from his um interviews before the show, this guy has never watched the the show in his life. Had no idea what he was in for. Did not realize it was a social strategy game. And he's really being I felt highlighted as this working class hero yeah. who is there to to emphasize challenged performance he's there to be honor and integrity uh, and mm. i just thought that the way that they always show his confessionals near lawrence was fascinating yeah even looking at their promo photos right now lawrence's his finger to his face like hmm and then <laughs> lee's got his two fists up like yeah i'm a boxer like they they really now now you pointed it out oh wow yeah that's like a massive juxtaposition that's I wonder if it will play out. That's the thing. They're on two different tribes, unfortunately. But I feel like we they clearly both will have some sort of longevity. But whether or not that... that like you said, Annabelle, it's probably not going to result in either of them really sort of winning. But it's definitely a storyline that's been set up. They do the marooning. They do this challenge where they uh, light the fire. Uh, they burn the rope. Box drops. Da 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 da. Lanena wins. Um, the first of three in a row. Um, and they get everything. And uh, Kalaton loses. Which, hey, I want. I lost. Not one. I lost both of my um, challenges basically on my only episode. And so I know what I know how Kalaton felt. Um, but was there anything uh, about the challenge that you guys thought was interesting? Ryan? I thought it was really interesting because it, it felt like a major knockoff of 2017 Australian Survivor. And I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know if the producers have only watched 2017 Australian Survivor because in these two episodes we've had multiple challenges that are pretty much the same. Um, but yeah, the like the bar to swing, all I needed was Sam Frost jumping on Jared Sang in that moment. And I was like, oh, I'd be watching the same thing from six years ago. But like, it's it's cool. Like, I, I like the small adaptations. Did they use a lighter? Did I miss that? Did how did they light? How did they light? Yeah, it was like they lowered the torch into an already lit sort of pit. Yeah, I would have loved if they had to make the fire somehow, even if they had a flint there potentially to to light it up. But like I said, that the challenge is like decent enough to to get uh, it started. They did get a fucking shitload of... Oh, I just swore, sorry. I just got a shitload of uh, items as well, which was kind of amazing that they were just given so much stuff day one. Like, that's a lot compared to a tribe getting nothing at all. Oh, yeah. Expirables, like, straight off the bat, they got to be... Because I was thinking about that. It's like, they basically got a whole bunch of things that... Um, well, food-wise, that will go straight away. So that Lanena was going to be fed for so long straight off the bat. Um, which was interesting. Um, Annabelle, in your um, amazing Survivor experience, <laughs> did, well, did you have any thoughts on the challenge? Yeah, I mean, in my extensive experience, Phil, um, I've always thought wouldn't last a day. Wouldn't last a day on Survivor. Um, and then I watched Survivor UK. <laughs> And I thought, well, you know what? As long as I could kind of position myself, get lucky, be on the first winning tribe, there you go. Binge eating, basically, for the first four or five days because you've got to get through all those perishables. 
They can't swim. We see that here as they're trying to kick to shore. And I'm in swims, adult swim school at the moment. So I'm very conscious of how you kick your legs. None of them are really kicking properly. And we see this later in one of the challenges as well when they really struggle. So I thought in between the food, in between, you know, not really needing to try that hard in the challenges compared to international versions and the fact that there's maybe five people on this entire season who've watched the show before, I, I think I could be a challenge beast, strategic mastermind and nail Survivor UK. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I think you should, re- you should apply. It's time for are, you, us- are you able to? It's time for us to renew those passports, Ryan. I, look, yeah. it's totally. I, I, it's, it is actually time for us to renew those passports. That mm. Paralliance we did get on traders, and it, like, I think it would be really interesting. As as someone who's listening to this, I'm really really curious, Annabelle. Why are you doing adult swimming? Like, where where and why <laughs> is this happening? Uh, is this because you are being cast on the next season of Australian Survivor? Like, is this what's happening? I'm doing adult swim school because I'm British, so I can't swim. Um, I was in swim school a few years ago and uh, successfully swam 50 metres freestyle, uh, which I thought was pretty impressive. I thought, you know, Annabelle, you're 30 years old. It's pretty embarrassing. You can't do more than a single lap. Um, I can now do 150 metres, which I think is twice as much as you need for Survivor UK. I think I'm in. Yeah. Hey, I think I remember doing my physical for Survivor and I can't even remember. I feel like it was more than 150 metres, but hey, if you can do 150 metres, I think that's more than enough. Nailed it, honestly. Lenana wins. Can we talk about Jess? So Jess is when, this is when she starts to come to the forefront here. And this woman is hilarious. She's kind of giving me British Chrissy from Survivor AU. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think because she was the only woman to get a package in that first episode. I was like, oh my goodness, is this because she's going to go home? But then, no, she was perfectly fine. I was like, oh. So it means she's a character. Aha. So yeah, no, I, I, I love her. Um, sorry, Annabelle. Did you have any? No, I just thought she's hysterical. I can't tell whether or not she's intending to be funny, but she's, she's great. She's kind of our narrator, but not for the strategy. What did you think of um, Jess uh, Ryan? Look, I, I don't mind Jess. I like that this cast just more broadly. I know Jess is. I think she's like thirty eight. Uh, at the moment, but I like that they, they seemingly have people in their mid-30s plus on, on this show, which is a little bit untypical of some of the other Survivor franchises going around at the moment. Um, like, she seemed fun. Again, similarly, when she had a hero package, I thought, okay, maybe she's a boot this episode. Wasn't keen to see some more, I guess. She seems pretty lighthearted. Um, I'm not really sure her gameplay at this point, but that'll transpire as the season goes on. But yeah, I don't have like major big takes on Jess at the moment. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see if this is the beginning of her sort of evolution arc. Because if it's not a boot, if that package wasn't shown to be a boot, sort of, she's out of here, then guess what? I think she's in for the long haul. Yeah. I think one of the other sort of things uh, that sort of gets highlighted in the package, oh, the package, in the campfire segment is, um, yeah, it, it keeps getting highlighted that Shy is doing a lot of talking, but not a lot of doing which is giving me a bit of Jatia sort of throwback 
moment sort of just, oh, we need to get it off the ground, you know, we need to do it, all this sort of thing, which I don't know. I started get feeling a bit funny when, um, so there's a lot of interesting language that they use in reference to, um, some of the contestants. And I feel like he, he kind of got a bit of a raw deal with that. Cause yes, it is annoying to sort of just be the person, uh, delegating, I guess you'd say, but alternatively, you know, he, he, they don't, didn't have anything basically. So something's better than nothing. What were you thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's really, like, it's hard. Um, it's hard when we're in that spot where, like, yeah, you don't really, you don't really have anything. You're trying to do your best. Like, Shy describes himself as, like, the super fan, um, and he's probably going out there really hard. And it's probably, it's probably some of the stuff we actually haven't seen, uh, because people are like, we don't like him. We're like, we don't like yeah. Shy. And it's like, well, why don't we like Shy at this moment? And yeah. it's not really talked about, but clearly he's probably just like, if you're a super fan out there and you're on the show with people who don't even know what the show is and you're running yeah. around probably looking for idols with, there's no even idols out there at this point. Um, yeah. I think they're coming in the next episode. So he's probably just starting to tick people off. So I, I actually feel a little bit bad for, for him a little bit. Um, yeah. like, I, I always think about, especially these reboot seasons, like, it'd be really, really challenging to go out there as a fan of the show and be on it because it's never going to live up to the expectations that you that you think in any regard, anyway, at any point, clearly. <laughs> so, like, uh, talking to the to the choir there, Phil. But it's like, I, I just, I, I, it's interesting just the emphasis on challenge strength. Like, you must be a challenge beast to do well on this season. So it was, it's funny that, even though he's super annoying, apparently, to everyone out there, because he showed his strength in the challenge, that makes him such a more worthwhile, <laughs> valuable player. So he might be all right for, a, a, like, a little bit because they seemingly need strength. They need they need to be able to win challenges. So it, that might put him in a stronger position, even if he's annoying. And hopefully he can have a bit of a redemption arc and, and work through some of those day one perceptions of who he is as a person. Mm. And, you know that might change and it might allow him to to build some relationships because i i want people like shy to to do well like if yeah. if he knows the show as much as it's being betrayed then i want him to do well and i want him to be able to weed out some of these these people because we need people who are going to be able to navigate votes and navigate strategy because we we clearly yeah, yeah. have seen that's not the case in this season so far with the other votes so far yeah well yeah like i think it's very fresh in my mind, having watched Annabelle's season of The Traders, how complete opposite direction you could go if you remove basically everyone who knows what they're doing. And it just ends up being basically nothing by the end. Like, it's unwatchable. Yeah, look, here, look here's... here's uh, I'm just going to be so transparent at this point. I chatted to the uh, EP of Annabelle's season of The Traders, lo- and I loved I loved yeah. Annabelle on the season. And like yeah. one of the one of the really interesting things that I got from the conversation I had with her was her talking about how like I didn't sign NDA so I can talk about this. I, one of the things I think is really fascinating <laughs> was their like discussion around oh we're gonna make this season so much more strategic we're gonna have these big game players we're gonna have this strategy around it we're gonna try and make it jump from a, like Australian Survivor 2016 into 2017. The reality is like when you actually do cast ultimately these personalities which they have with UK Survivor as well on this cast like unless you actually are actively picking people who know the show 
and if mm-hmm. and and actually can maneuver and make some decisions out there you're not going to get that and that we saw that on the traders yeah. this yeah. past season of australian traders season two and we're probably going to see that on this season where it's going to be as super fans who are listening to podcasts and watching the show and and uh like especially in australia and like watching it on catch up on template which is great thanks template uh for that like it is it is going to be really challenging um watching some of the like the dumbass moves that are that are made by people but um like that's that's part of the fun as well like sometimes when you have people who are a bit clueless like that can be fun but if it's if it's the majority that's gonna be tricky so that's why i'm barracking for shay like i want the shays of the world to do well yeah because i even i got a bit giddy at the at the first two votes being three-way votes yeah you know i'm like wow okay they just voted with even the fact that so many of them were saying uh oh if i vote the wrong way and they stay then they'll come after me yeah it's like well why aren't you voting like shouldn't your vote be going towards voting them out like why why are you already preparing for them to not be voted out like that what uh, like what are you guys doing what are you doing to ensure that that scenario doesn't play out oh nothing you're just winging it yeah you got peg leg out there so i i i like peg leg as a casting choice i I think it's a really good choice like i love when we get someone who's a bit of an older generation um comes from a different background regardless regardless of the the leg situation i think he's actually really interesting as a character as a human so i think that yeah. just adds an extra element to it but <clears throat> like he's talking about in there his in his bio talking about his gen x values and how he'll come at it from a different approach which i, I think is really valid and something we don't see in modern survivor when we have casts that are predominantly between like 22 to 43 44 we don't mm. really get that extra um personality types but when he's sitting on the beach and he's like oh i've got to decide between these two women it's like well surely when you were at the water well a group of five in that moment is like we're gonna vote five strong on one person like why why is that not a discussion leg we're voting five strong on one person because number wise there's nine people on the tribe let's just vote five strong vote out the one person and then we're fine and i do like i am actually super curious whether the underdog 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 out there yep. doug uh, who i think is i think doug's interesting i'm keen to see how he navigates yes. but like if you're doug in that situation why of course you're not going to stick with a tr- with a group that can't even like stick five strong of course you're going to go <laughs> with a group that's saying yeah hey, we'll just vote five strong and vote the person out like of course yes. that's security so yeah i i don't know what's going on with sabs and everyone else but it seemed uh-huh. pretty like naive to think uh, where do they think the votes were coming from yeah, uh, yeah, I have no, I, I have no idea, and yeah, again, it is because I think me and Annabelle talk about it sometimes, or maybe I can't remember if you talked about it on the podcast, but it's always really interesting to see how Traders UK season two will play out, having been a cultural phenomenon the first time, and so will people then change their strategies, uh, having seen the first season, and then you know make adjustments like that. Uh, we'll see, but. Yeah, the the cast is re- has been really interesting because yeah we can't we don't have much to sort of draw from in terms of decisions outside of their own personal decisions. Yeah, but uh yeah, but then you have the people who are and like this is this is like full going into the second episode already. But hey, we're doing two episodes in one. But even the fact that you clearly have a group of people the Ashley, Ren, Chris, um, 
is it Rachel with them as well? Yeah. Um, and Doug, like, at least three of those people have clearly watched Survivor and know what they're doing, and they're sticking together. Um, and then, you know, there's uh, Ren sort of on the outside, but, you know, is considering what that position may about. Like, but then you have someone like Doug, who's on the other side, sort of being like, I don't know what to, like, it's just, yeah, it's just really, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. I, I, I like it as a sort of glimpse at what could be, it's almost like, yeah, like I was saying before, it's like watching Survivor 20 years ago already. Yeah. Can, can we just make comment at this point in the podcast as well that Annabelle has obviously gone to her swimming oh, yeah. lesson right now. Like, she she has gone to her swimming <laughs> lesson. She's abandoned us. Uh, she's trying to get past 150 metres. Good job. Um, yeah. And she's she's left she us. Yeah, she, if she's getting on Survivor, she needs to do at least 500 metres or something. <laughs> hey. So if she needs to do better than me, she needs to get back to that pool. Get back to the pool right now, Annabelle. Swim away. <laughs> And honestly, why wouldn't why wouldn't a show be like knocking on her door? She was so good. I just this is I haven't had a chance to talk about Annabelle. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, and it's the same same producers, so she's in. She was so great on on the Traders. If you've not watched Traders Australia season two, do yourself a favor. Just go watch the first like how many episodes was it? Five, six episodes she was on. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, the other night I actually had a friend over and I was like, guess what we're watching tonight. Traders season two. <laughs> and he was like, why? I'm like, you just have to watch it. Um, so the second immunity. Okay. This is again, adds to the ridiculousness of these episodes. The first immunity challenge of survivor UK is that weight holding challenge, but it's not the, you hold 10% of your body weight. It's no, all of you get, Basically, a carry a check-in size case worth of luggage to hold the whole time. Like I think it was like twenty-two point five kilos, which yeah. I I I don't know what the conversion is for like US listeners. Like uh, I think it's two point two pounds to a kilo. So let's let's call that like almost fifty pounds that they're holding up in that moment. And if you're if you're this is where I felt really bad because um is it Le- Leilana that we Leilani, yes, yeah Leilani, Leilani and yeah. and like she's she's barely she's barely that herself and yeah. they think that she has to then hold like or, like potentially half her body weight and you've got nathan out there who's holding maybe like a quarter of his body weight maybe even like a fifth like it it seems incredibly unfair like i i get the challenge i like the challenge in itself yeah. but I, I would have loved it for, to be like weight based um, yeah. percentage wise. I know that I don't know if you've spoken to Australian survivors about this. You're a Australian survivor, Phil, but like I I know often like I've heard <laughs> rumors like now nah, they've totally um, <laughs> like stacked mine or made made so and so's lighter. Yeah. I know there's always like uh, there's there's theories and stuff about that, but like I I think some clarity around that would have been maybe a bit better in terms of just percentage wise. But like I like the challenge, I just I just fell for her because then it put her in a really shitty spot as well, heading into that tribal council where it's like you're the weakest. And it, then yeah. again, I, this is probably just like a bugbear, not about this survivor, but survivor more broadly, where we have consistently this target on women when we make the yeah. game strength based. If we're focusing solely on strength, the women clearly have a disadvantage. I know these tribes are mixed in terms of gender as well, which makes it even harder. So yeah. if you're going to literally put a target on someone because of their strength, 
um, because of their gender and how they just phys- are phys- like physically, just based on who they are. Like that's really hard. So I kind of, I actually really rate that um, she was able to survive and, and push the vote onto Nathan. Um, and uh, like Nathan seemed like fine, but yeah. But I was glad. I was actually really ultimately glad that he was the person taken out in this point, and she had a second chance because I don't want women constantly targeted and taken out first. Like it's boring. Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, I would see that, like, Leilani's sort of body... Because we had this on our season, after obviously after I've gone, but, like, um, yeah, they had this in Brains versus Braun, and it would be almost the equivalent of making Haley do, yeah, 20 kids... Like, I'm assuming Leilani and Haley are probably similar size and weight. Like, can you... What, like, what, like Haley probably would actually be able to push past a lot of the... Um, yeah, but, you know, like, it would be... Or, Okay, way. Oh, the, okay, way. You're gonna lift this barrel, this twenty kilo barrel. Uh, like that's insane. Like that'd be an insane ask for her. So yeah, it's it's. Um, I thought it would be the last person would drop or something like that instead of just whoever drops. But I guess they have to mo- get it moving, get it moving, and yeah, um, get it moving. It still went for like fifty minutes. Like it still took a while. So um, yeah, I don't know. Like. Like the challenge was cool. Um, I think the challenge, challenge-wise, they probably the, the challenges they're doing are, are fine. They're good, but I, I would probably prefer these challenges maybe a little bit later into yeah, wrong, wrong pre-merge. Words. Yeah, so I'm keen yeah. to see what else they have. I, like, I, and this is where again, Annabelle, why is she abandoning us, leaving us on this <laughs> podcast? Well, the notes. Like, when like I know Annabelle's done Melbourne Survivor and stuff like that. I'm not comparing mm-hmm. it. Like, obviously, there's budget, some budget to UK Survivor. Yeah. Like, but. I, I, I want to know, I like, I'm kind of keen now to see the challenges this season and say, like, oh, maybe they could have done this challenge at a different point. Even the, even the reward challenge today, um, mm. which is a throwback to seeing Lockie's ass on national TV for the first time, first time <laughs> of many, yeah. um, yeah. like it, I would have, I would have loved that potentially as a reward as a immunity challenge sorry because I, yeah. I feel like that's that's a kind of an equalizing one it's a bit of strategy about who you put up it's it's a 50 50 contest between people who are similarly body shape wise um going head to head so like to me that's a great challenge just to have as a as an immunity and and maybe a little bit fairer than just like hold this weight and see how you go uh Kaliton lose <laughs> i was like they did not win uh they lose and of course they go to tribal council and you kind of already touched on it um you know, uh, Leilani's on the chopping block. Uh, not Jess. Jess was not on the chopping block. Did I just make that up? Nathan no. was on the chopping block. Um, Nathan? Richard. Richard. Sorry. Sorry. I love Nathan. Sorry. I'm looking at Nathan here. Nathan's a beast from Manchester. I'll get onto him later. But um, yeah, Richard was the one who was on the chopping block there. Yeah. And, and Richard, Richard, to be fair, like he spent his life in Scotland, really needed some block. Like... I don't know where I know the bud I know the budget's low in Survivor UK. Get these people sunblock ASAP because they're burning up. This is I haven't seen people this red since Strong Cochran in, in season twenty six. <laughs> like this is intense. Like the the sunburn, the swelling, the potential peeling into episode five and six. Like this is just damaging, and it's just not it's just not worth it. Oh yeah, as soon as I saw them doing the marooning and oof. It's going to be a rough one for most of them. And unfortunately, and I'm sure they probably don't even think about it, to be honest. Because I would like, do they need it? 
well, I don't know. Do they go outside much? I don't know. That's so dumb. I don't In the know UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do they leave the house? <laughs> some sun. There is some sun occasionally in the UK. Uh, and But, like, especially when your skin's not used to that as well, like that type of climate. Um, so, like, they definitely do need need to, to slip, slop, slap. Um, like, they're not whacking on any caps this season, so they definitely need some block. And uh, yeah. I, felt, I felt for Richard in that moment that... Uh, not only did he get incredibly sunburned, but then he was burned on the way out and being taken out yeah. first. So it really sucked for for him and his experience. Yeah, I was actually surprised that they did actually pull the pin on that. But then in saying that, is that a is that a group of people who are smart enough about the game to understand that maybe Leilani knows enough about the game and that she would actually be a useful person to keep around? Um, because I don't know if they show it in this episode or the next, no, I think it's the top of the next episode, but the only alliance that really gets highlighted in this episode, and hey, let's just move on to the next episode, but the the first alliance that sort of gets shown is, um, uh, Nathan and Dukune? Yeah. Oh, Tinuke, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no, you're fine, and we're still, like, to anyone who's actually playing this game is listening to the podcast, apologies, like, still learning everyone's names, it's been, like, a rapid-fire watch. Nathan, I really like, I know I mentioned his name just before, um, I know he lost the, the challenge, I actually think that's good for his ego into this game, um, having that loss, but, yeah, I don't know, there's something, there was just something that stood out about him to me, I can't really put my finger on it yet, I want to keep watching and seeing, but, um, like... I know he's a he's he's coming across as like a typical like fitness bro, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just having been open to those conversations, um, he did talk about strength a little bit. I don't know if I'm just like enamored by his abs. Like I don't know if I'm just being yeah. like swept away in that moment. But like I I I'm I'm keen to see like where that relationship goes. And he talked about sorry, who was he talking to in that moment? Pretty sure he was talking to Tanuke. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm like I, I'm I'm keen to see that like um and again i apologize for saying her name incorrectly but it's nike like she's she was the one who was like doing all the laundry as well yes <laughs> uh, yes actually true which, yeah. which again hey you probably watch survivor so you know to do it and then everyone's like how dare you wash your clothes I love the comment about underwear as well from one of the contestants is like talking about it's such a I, I don't know what you did when you went out there and you were choosing your yeah. uh oh, like it's... items but like underwear is such yeah. a su- underwear is such an interesting one I know I've chatted to survivors who went back a, a couple of times and they've spoken about mm-hmm. like the, the whole concept of underwear and like what to actually yeah. choose because it seems yeah. as if like that's something you throw away pretty quickly into the game after a while because it's pretty fucking raggedy yeah I made sure that my swinging outfit was speedos so I at least had two interchangeable things that could be used as underwear. Um, so yeah, no, I thought I thought about it in that way, which is sort of funny because which would have meant if we did any water challenges, I'd just be in speedos. But it's just really funny because um, Simon ended up ended up having donut speedos and mine yeah. had chilies on them. So they probably actually really loved that that we would have had like matching speedos, but alas um yeah no, it's just really interesting because yeah, I I didn't make it far enough, and also I don't know if. Well, I don't know if these guys will get anything more. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether. So, in Australian Survivor, I don't think we're breaking any stuff here. Like, it's typically day five that you guys get your extra stuff. Is that wrong? Maybe it's day ten. Uh, like... Yeah, it's. Yeah. I didn't receive anything. <laughs> I can't even remember at this point. But like a, about a week in, you get extra items to like yeah, five extra yeah. items. 
Yeah. Uh, if you're it's Matt Rogers, you get six extra items. But outside, <laughs> out, outside that, like, it, it would be interesting to see what extra items they potentially do get if they do get any more. This does seem like a very classical, though, version of Survivor. Like, I don't know where they found the rulebook to, to create this season. I don't know if they found it back in 2001, the last time they did a season. It's like, oh, we'll just play the same yeah. rulebook because it, it does yeah. seem like it's super old school. And that is something I wanted to ask you about as well was yeah. the tree mail. Like, I love seeing tree mail. Yeah. But, like, as an, as an OG fan of Survivor, like, seeing Tree Mail and seeing them lax work lyrically about, um, like, challenges and, and trying to guess what it could be about. Like, I, I don't know. I I think of Nick Idanza. I think of um, the great moments we've had in Survivor history at Tree Mail. And I kind of want... I like that. I like that sort of throwback that I'm really excited to see how that goes this season. And um, even even Joel, like with the narration, talking about it being compared to email, tree mail. Yeah. Like I like I like that little subtle pun fun. Like that's cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like I I feel like my last memory of tree mail on US Survivor was um, Edna making those hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember tree mail after that point in time. I just maybe that's why they stopped it. That's why they stopped it. Fucking editor keeps making them into hats. (laughs) Which hey, they probably would have wanted me to do that as well. I don't know. I don't know. know. Uh, Yeah. So no, it's it's really. To be fair, now now we're talking about it. Hey, like I would love it if it was just a straight up full um, all stars or pre Guatemala no immunity idol type season. Just have swaps. Just have and then you know, introduce idols and stuff like that um, later on. Obviously, you said that um, that isn't the case, but, um, yeah, it would, I would have loved it. Yeah, same. Like, I love... Guatemala is such a great season. Um, as well, so many interesting characters in that season. I haven't seen... I, if you've not seen... If you've not watched old-school US Survivor, like, go back and watch. Guatemala is yeah. a great play. Uh, it's definitely the grosser. But, like... Oh. oh, sorry. And random thing. I appreciate that this is a location... Oh, amazing. It's not, it's not Fiji. It's not Samoa. And it's not the Australian Outback. Um, It's like a new place. uh, Tribe names, unique. You know, it's not four letter Fijian words, you know. I love it. I love it. It's like, yeah, it's old school Survivor. Sorry. No, no, no. I can't even remember. But I I think, yeah, it's so, it's so cool. I like that they're kind of holding off on the idol. It's obviously going to be introduced in the next episode. They have spoken about the outpost i don't know if you know much about the outpost phil and no. and have seen it in, in play out like this is something that originated in uh new zealand survivor yeah. um i think they did it in in sa as well so like i i'm i'm excited for that as a concept as well i've always been kind of a fan of the outpost so um if done well can be really good so i'm, I'm like, liking that they're kind of taking things from around the world and like we'll just see how that goes and we'll just like throw that in and, and see how that goes and if they can make the idols just more of a here's something i also really miss and i and this is probably yeah. just a bit of a thing that maybe or maybe not we might get with this season is that i actually miss the old school immunity clues where people really had to properly yeah. scramble yeah. like i'm thinking oh. survivor kagayan woo is like zigzagging through the forest like everyone's chasing him like there's a proper hunt for these for these idols like yeah. now it's kind of like x marks the spot and it's like oh there's that one tree yeah oh there's uh there's a face on the coconut oh what's underneath it 
Oh, it was there. <laughs> and there's so many advantages now. Like, there's no votes. There's extra votes. There's cancel votes. There's, um, um like, swap out of tribal council. Oh. Like, that safety without power. Like, there's so many different advantages to just have. Like, we're going to have a season that just has, like, a hidden mineral on each beach, maybe one on the merge. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, that yeah. actually excites me. Yeah, that, and, like, unfortunately, that's sort of why I've semi-tuned out of the recent American seasons. And why I did appreciate Heroes vs. Villains, our version is that it scaled a lot of the twists that they sort of went crazy with from my season to Blood versus Water. They scaled it all back. And then um, why I just, like, can't... Like, I just... It's just not the show that I fell in love with. I like the idea of navigating social scenarios and sort of finding ways to put yourself on top. But I don't like it if it's oh, then I found this thing on the ground and now I have to take a chance. And blah, blah, blah. it's like, that's not fascinating to me. That's, that I might as well play Mario Party, you know. You're saying you don't want to go on a, I don't even know what they call it anymore. I'm going to go to a blank. It's not an expedition, but it's like a journey to, to a giant mountain, climb oh, yeah. a mountain. Spin <laughs> a wheel and, oh, no, not spin a wheel. I, I pick uh, one of the prisoner's dilemma or whatever. Like, yes, no, I would never. Well, hey, put me on that island. I get, yeah. get some screen time, but like, just get some good slow-mo shots. Um, also, uh, will they not have an intro either? <sighs> yeah, so there, there isn't an intro for this season. I feel I feel sad for them. I know, sorry, I know you haven't watched a lot of US Survivor recently. They have gone back to the intro this They're season. Back, yes. Yeah, 90 minutes episodes. Uh, well, 90 minutes in terms of length. I think it's like 60-something um, overall. But they have brought back the intro. Like, I, I feel bad for them. They don't. Like, Survivor SA has the same music score, so they don't have Ancient Voices, yes. which is the voice, which is the theme music we have in the US has. Yeah. But, like, yeah. so they're using the, the generic one that the other international version of Survivor uses, which is fine. But I'd still like them to have the intro package. And yeah. um, even, like, they're, they're obviously paying for rights to certain songs. Like, um, did I hear... Oh, my God, so bad with music. There was, like... Uh, like a Billy Ray Cyrus song on the other day. Um, so, like, if you're paying for that, surely they can pay for the rights for a song, for a theme song. It doesn't have to be, like, the classical Survivor one. It could be something wacky and a bit funny. And But just having the montage scenes of people cutting a rope or on the beach, sweating, doing yeah. a challenge, like, oh, that's... I don't know. I don't know how you feel having that, but I've always fantasized uh, as, like, a uh, Survivor nerd. Like, a couple of things. Buff, clearly, like, that's... Yeah. bucket list meeting mm-hmm. jeff slash jonathan again i'm lucky enough yeah. to meet him in person but um to bucket list but also then the the first episode watching with your fam your friends and then seeing your face pop up with your name like yeah. in the intro package that's something right that's oh, that they oh. can they can still do that add it in survivor uk well it's so funny because i was when i was young well when we were all younger and you know they started doing the weird thing with the intro in us survivor where they would cut people out of the intro yeah i was like i hated that yeah and fortunately for me i was in the intro for the whole 24 episodes (laughs) of (laughs) brains versus brawn or whatever or 20 i don't know the finale probably didn't have one but you know like I was, like, there with that stupid hat on my head every episode. And so, like, there, yeah, I always dreamed of having an intro shot. And, you know, mine wasn't too weird. Also, you know, I had two decent intro shots. Like, some people's forever intro shot is, like, half obscured and them, like, grimacing. You know? Like, it. so I have a good one. So, no, I, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, I love that. And it's a really random um, when I think about, especially Australian Survivor intro packages um, in the in the intro scenes. But uh, season two, uh, Kent Nelson from Adelaide, actually. Uh, if you go back and watch that intro package, his, his hero scene is like such an epic shot of this bloke, like cutting um this rope or water or something in a challenge like it is such a good shot so you want those you want those lasting memories and also and i'll say this as like a i'm very loosely podcasting this with you today <laughs> yeah yeah no so i'm yeah i'm so sorry this is going to be the longest podcast me and annabelle well you it's great i love it it's it's so interesting because like i kind of like that intro package also just so i can learn the names of people and i appreciate yes. i appreciate on this season that they have had um the names on screen quite a lot and i actually really like that they've got the like nathan versus blah blah and like they've yes. got they've got that really big invisible I actually i would love to see that on other versions of survivor um like i kind of like that versus combat um style even when they're going to the tribes and they've got the days on there which is really good so i that tick 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 for that that's really good um, yep. but yeah, I just, I just want to, I want to see that brought back. Um, Tremel is great brought back probably something they, um, need to modify. We're just talking about like department art department stuff, which is like super low budget there yeah. there. I don't know what your thoughts are on that immunity. <laughs> idol. It kind of looks like, so I, I teach primary school. It kind of looks like they found a piece of wood and then like whack some like crazy face thing on oh. there. Like it's a bit, it's yeah. a, I haven't said it too much, but it's not, it's not the best. Sorry. I was just looking at the 2017 intro just to see the Kent shot that you're referring to. Yes. He's smacking down that hammer. Um, um, but yeah, so yeah, no, I, oh God, I forgot what you asked. Um, oh, I just talked oh, about like the know, weird wooden, yeah, oh, yes, like it's, it's like, the it's like they just got like, they, it, they didn't even cut it down. They just like found it, uh, on the, I think Costa Rica, like wherever they are, yeah. they just found it randomly on the beach. It's like, here's a bit of piece of dead wood that we just found. And here's, here's some like arts and crafts that we had, um, back at camp and let's just put them together. Like it yeah, just, it's not... It doesn't seem super well designed. It's a like to borrow Eliza's line. It's a fucking stick. Yeah, literally, they should have spent the money that they've been um, using on treating the parchment paper for the tribal council on maybe making the wood look a little more exciting, right? Like that. You could have cut that idol into like slithers and had thicker parchment paper, like that parchment paper. It's like, what is that? You can see, you can see the permanent texture through the yes, through the bloody um paper. Like, get some thicker paper. I don't, I, I don't know what the paper situation is. I don't know if it's recycled paper. If it is, tick because I love recycled paper. But get some like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a paper person, but like, it seems like we're using one ply toilet paper today, and yeah. we should be using like three ply. Like, make oh, that yeah. stuff tough. Can you imagine um, Nico doing his, like, flourish that he does when he reads out votes with paper that's, like, going to rip when he, like, whips it out? He's like, whoosh, oh, well, I can't, can't read that vote. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that does vote. not count. Does not count. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so, no, art department, maybe a little bit more work, but, hey, it's two episodes in. Maybe they, maybe the, actually... We will judge the quality of the idols until we see the uh, individual immunity idol. Yeah, I'm keen. Or even the hidden immunity idol. Yeah, I think we kind of got a very brief, and I should have been paying way more attention, I'm pretty sure we got a brief introduction to the hidden immunity idol 
with Joel at the in the next time on Survivor. But yeah. uh, which looked fine. I think it, from memory, it looked like red and like it was going to be worn. So that's good. I like an idol that you can actually wear around your neck. That's yeah. to me. I don't know. That's just like a basic. It's not a stick. So I'm glad that's that. But yeah, their individual individual immunity as well. Interested to see what that looks like. The buffs. I know this is a thing with like these um, international versions of Survivor outside AU, and oh, SA's done a pretty good job with their buffs as well. Like the buff is the generic Survivor international logo which is fine but it just doesn't yeah. really stand out super much like i was looking at the episode on sunday morning and i was watching i was thinking where where's the logo like because they had the way they were folding their buffs like i couldn't yeah. even i was like are these just generic just buffs they Blue. found from the black friday sales at asada again like i i yeah. I, I don't know like but no they did have the the terms oh, on okay. there but it's just really hard to see and read so more visible buffs yeah, yeah, I'm still looking at pictures now. Yeah, they ha- do have it, but the they didn't pick contrasting enough colours, so it just looks like blue and white blob. But maybe they're just trying to be a little bit safe. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> where are we at? Um, we had we no, had a tribal council it. at the end, didn't we? But that was, that was fun. I think we talked about that a little bit as well, but... Yeah, like, I don't have too many more thoughts. I just already said, like, it was kind of crazy that they split the vote. Sabs goes in this moment. Um, I I thought it was interesting, like, Sabs is a grandmother of three at 45. Like, props to her. Ultra marathon runner, like, I get that. You've got to run when you've got three grandchildren already. Like, (laughs) that's intense. You've got to run. Um, get out there yeah I know I thought that if she like I thought she would have sort of fell into that group with um uh what is it Hannah her I'm looking at a picture of them now her Hannah uh Peg and Lee and then you know Doug would be that swing vote but clearly like it's four people who'd never watched the show versus five people who potentially have and so she was never going to survive that especially if she her personality type just doesn't mesh with the others. Like, to be fair, somebody yelling at me, trying to focus and blah, 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 while I'm holding on to a weight for my dear life probably isn't quite the ideal scenario I'd like to be in. No, agreed. Agreed. Do you have a favourite at all? I know we're only two episodes in. Is there any standing out to you that, like, you're liking? Um, well, I did have... Well, obviously, um... Nathan and Tanuke were sort of people who were, but this was uh, this was early in the second episode. I was like, "Oh, look at this! <laughs> They're playing." Um, and then, but then obviously down the line, we saw that there's sort of like an alliance with Ashley and Chris and all them. Um, uh, so, but to be honest, yeah, I think Tanuke and Nathan gave me good sort of good edit, good upside, um, to their sort of characters and their games, um. While, yeah, while we, we were given sort of Ashley, Chris, sort of Rachel, sort of content and Ren and stuff like that, really we just got Doug. And so that that to me doesn't say enough about what they're even thinking other than they're an alliance and they're attempting it. Um, so yeah, I can't get on board with them yet um, until I see a little bit more, but... Yeah, I would say Tanuke and Nathan are my two favourites. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm not that far away. I, I think Tanuke is really good as well. I want to see more Ren in the next mm-hmm. uh, couple episodes. Like, I like Ren's vibe, super fan of the show as well. So, like, I want to 
I kind of want to see see that goes. I, I'm like, this is probably a bit of voyeurism, but I'm interested to see what happens with Pegleg. Like, it's either going to go really far and be, like, at the end, probably not getting many votes. Um, but then we have Gabler, so who knows. But, yeah. or he's going, like, really soon. So I don't, I don't know. And I'm just looking at his cast photo, because I've not paid attention uh, too closely. His part, his cast photo, he actually has a necklace that has a peg on it. So I don't know if you picked that up oh. at all, but that's that's commitment to the to the name. Like that's that's all in. Yeah, well, because I when he first was like, my name is Pegleg, blah blah blah. I'm like, yes, these sort of fifty year old men giving the, prescribing themselves nicknames. And hey, it isn't any of the three Tarzans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, the, and it's at least this is charming. Like he has a reason why he's named this. It's not just because I have the spirit of Tarzan in me or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. No, I actually feel really good about him. I think he came across a lot calmer than I was expecting. Because I guess maybe I'm maybe I am just sort of thinking about the Troyzans, Tarzans, um, our Tarzan. Like you know, like all those people who sort of got it, but they didn't really get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I give me one more episode or two. Well, I guess we'll, it'll be two more episodes and I think I'll have a better formed opinion. Give me some more backstories, some more reasons why I should be rooting for them. But right now it is very like, you're weak. You're, I'm strong. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I get it. Cool. Um, I did want to, one thing I realized um, about that slip and slide challenge that we didn't, um, point out they literally did a male female matchup yeah they they did do that um which was interesting and i'm so sorry i don't know who the the female was in that challenge that's really bad of me um uh, i didn't write that down hannah. but sorry hannah hannah yeah. sorry i said that weird hannah <laughs> Han- hannah uh no hannah did hannah did great like i actually thought she's gonna pull that on out um at the end so yeah, I, I don't mind that. I like I, I like that, um, especially in a tribe where you've got like mixed um mixed numbers. numbers like yeah. it's really good. Like if if you are someone who feels like you can go head to head with someone else, like do that. Like we've had like disparities in terms of people go head to head in challenges, like on especially physical challenges over the years. So like I remember like I remember the challenge between like Mark Wales and Jared Singh um in this yeah. in like the sumo bash one so like you sometimes get these even the same gender so to get like a to get a fairly evenly matched physical challenge regardless of gender like great like that i'm all for it i'm sad how i didn't win that to be to be fair yeah no it, it looked really good and out of all if only annabelle was here she'd point out that i'm pretty sure it was lawrence who she was <laughs> competing against I'm pretty sure that um, Annabelle is actually with Lawrence right now, and that's why she oh. left us. She's actually <laughs> she... just, like, sh- she's picked her favourite. Uh, he's probably hired her a private jet. I did say that um, the show was in Costa Rica. It's actually in Dominican Republic. I-, I had Costa Rica on the mind because Lawrence is actually from Costa Rica originally. So um, does that give him an advantage? Oh. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I-, I-, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Lawrence is a lot. Um, yeah. He... When I, when he when he first came on screen and his accent came out and I immediately identified it as not straight up an English accent. I was like, "Are you South African as well? Are you like someone who's like, damn it, they we can't do SA anymore. I'm just gonna hitch my ride onto this one." Um, because he also looks like 
about five different SA contestants all merged into one person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a bit like, Ugh. like that. And you tweeted about it as well. And maybe this can be the last thing we talk about, but like that preview thing at the very beginning, like it was funny because I was pre-warned about it. And then it was kind of funny because after it happened, I did not remember a single thing. So if I was a lot more eagle-eyed, I'm sure that would affect me so much more. If I was way more engaged in news that I was going to be <laughs> podcasting and had written notes, uh, Annabelle, I would have definitely, yeah, I, I think I probably would have paid a bit more attention. I'm glad I didn't pay too much attention. I just remember watching, thinking they're showing like people at Tribal Council and they're actually showing votes for the people at Tribal yeah. Council as well, which I thought was pretty extreme. Um, and yeah, not the, not the best way to start a season. I, I sometimes think like, I don't know. There are plenty of people out there in the Survivor world that have have good knowledge of Survivor. Surely just, like, run that through, like, a screening of, like, people who've seen the show before. Maybe, like, that. here's a comment. Maybe don't put spoilers in the first two minutes of the season. Like, that's probably yeah. just, like, a heads up. Yeah, because while they don't think that the general audience will remember the fans, the super fans on, online, they will remember. I, like, tweeted that, and then some dickhead, like sent me a tweet straight away of they'd skip to the end of the episode and and sent me like who had gone i'm like oh thank you <laughs> thank you for that so people so as super fans yeah we definitely do remember and uh we all like share that non-stop everywhere so yeah hopefully i i, can't, I actually can't even remember what was in that um yeah, moment anymore that. so i think that's all the spoilers done in my head like tick yeah. that's gone they're done they're out so we're just going to move on from here but it wasn't like they were wearing it wasn't like it was like the super super duper small stuff like i know there's been times again like australian survivor because that's that's our wheelhouse um i remember there's like all stars phoebe was wearing a buff that didn't come into the season until like eight episodes in and people were like oh my god she makes it this far because there's a buff and then she's wearing this yeah and, um yeah so like I'd, like it's not it wasn't to that level and I, I think that stuff you can probably get away with but when you're actually showing votes like here's the first travel council here's everyone sitting down and here's the votes for the people like that kind of spoils the the episodes coming up well yeah because you're always expecting something that may or may not actually happen which hey you might luck out and <laughs> the complete opposite happens um any any lasting thoughts before we wrap this up? No, thank you for having me. I'm sorry that... Um, I actually feel glad that I came on now because it would have been a one-person podcast. Oh, yeah. No, how funny. Well, yeah. And then... Or I would have just quit it and me and Annabelle would have had to do four episodes in an hour. <laughs> Come on, 15 minutes. What are your highlights? Go, Annabelle. <laughs> no, I'm... Like, I'm, I'm excited for Survivor UK. I will watch as a fan. I know you and Annabelle are going to be doing the 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 season throughout with mm-hmm. um fit it into your schedules plus traders <laughs> canada um everything else <laughs> and i would just say like i i had you both reach out and ask if i could post the podcast and i'm like i'm so happy you guys are on this podcast journey and doing it and we create a feed that we're gonna start posting this stuff into as well so the stuff mm-hmm. that annabelle and phil are doing gonna post a feed so people can find that as well which is really great we'll put a link in the show notes here as well so people can find it so click and subscribe on that as well uh and yeah it, it's so cool and congratulations on getting your first x interviews as well like you had mel b on that's so cool yeah no thank you i know that's the first time i've ever been on the other end of um what's that like, <laughs> what's that like being on the other end? so yeah no it's, it's just it's just so funny because i would always have thought that 
you know, being on the other end, you know, you know, being a guest with you, being a guest with Shannon, you know, doing talk, like doing all this sort of variations of these things, I would be really like, oh yeah, I know exactly what to do. But as soon as you start hosting and everything's up to your own control and <laughs> you have to ask the questions, it's a completely different game. So like kudos to you guys for all what you do because, and obviously you guys have been doing it for a long time, but so um, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> but hey, like maybe as long as you like impart your spirit into us, we'll continue, we'll continue your legacy. Um, even, even when you, you don't have the energy for it. No, thank you. And, I'm so, so excited for the two of you to, to venture and do your own stuff. I'm like such a big proponent of people just like podcasting such a cool medium. So to be able to get to interview people, to hear people's stories, like that's what I love about podcasting. So, so excited to, for you both to do that. And uh, yeah, UK Survivor. Like I'm so glad. Template twice a week. It's pretty cruisy, pretty easy. I think I'm probably going to binge it like on one night um, and not watch it like as soon as it comes out but yeah. yeah it's it's i'm i'm here for the ride i think it's only like eight or so weeks it's not a big season so oh wow okay. yeah it's pretty 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 rapid fire pretty quick so excited to to see how it all goes um and i heard the ratings as well just one last quick thing this really doesn't mean a lot mm-hmm. um but i did have an article up i think it had like over um like two million um oh. viewers in the uk which is like apparently quite good in terms of the yeah. ratings it apparently outrated um big brother uh, or yes. something so that's really great um it is on bbc one which for people who don't know contextually in australia like is a really like it's the big the main one big public network so to to be front facing it's a new concept similar to uk traders where they're doing it twice a week um on saturdays and sundays and they're dropping the episode saturday night and then they're dropping on their um streaming service sunday morning before the episode airs uh, on tv uh or should i say telly on sunday so it's so cool like uh, they really are investing in this show so get around it like um talk about it online because that's that's how tv networks know that the show is engaged has an engaged audience and that's that's how we keep more survival like i'm a bit sad we don't have sa nz anymore like i want those shows to come mm. back we need survivor globally firing so yeah. so cool so cool uk is back after 20 years yeah, yeah, I've seen the expansion of the drag race phenomenon reach to 15 different countries oh and potential international oh all-star seasons. So, I, I mean, what witnessing the, the traders, traders uh, cinematic universe and the Survivor cinematic so universe sort of expand, I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm a part of one of them. That's so cool. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I, it's amazing as well. And, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we, I, to be, perfectly honest i'm so glad uh survivor uk is what it is right now because i feel like i need it as a survivor palette cleanser from the current iterations of survivor and hey maybe it'll ease me back into it yeah at least ease you back into australian survivor titans vs rebels coming <laughs> january in <laughs> january uh oh my goodness. And I don't even have friends on that season to feel incentivized to oh, watch good. that one. So, <laughs> hey, maybe this is going to be my way back in. Let's hope. Um, thank you, Ryan. That was that was amazing. No, thanks for having me on. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, Join us next week for another episode of Survive UK. And hopefully Annabelle doesn't magically yeet out of existence mid, mid-podcast. mid Please pray, pray for um, Annabelle in that ocean swimming the English Channel <laughs> with Lawrence or whatever she's doing. She can swim 150 <laughs> metres the English Channel. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye.